0: Scene one, roll one, mark one, take one.
1: This is live footage of him wanting me. I can't even talk. This is live footage of him wanting me to have a panic attack.
0: Man, Brandon, what, what's, what's good, Brandon? God,
1: God God is is good good. all the time and all the time. God is good. Uh Let me tell you
0: something, Brandon. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I feel like, I feel like we start. We've started the last two segments with that statement. But there's a reason for that, Brandon. We've been working. Got me working,
1: working day and night.
0: We've been working so damn hard. Yeah. we have. This is day four of do shit again. <laughs> <laughs> this is day four of do shit again. Mm-hmm. Day one was... An episode shooting of a series that we are producing that Brandon has written. Day two was a table read of our first ever group scene of that same show. Mm-hmm. Day three was me having a musical performance. And I ain't
1: obviously performed, but I was there. He didn't mm. get on till midnight.
0: I didn't get on till midnight <laughs> and then get out. I ain't, they got out before me, praise the Lord. I didn't get out until about two o'clock. And then day five was a shooting a group scene. From we si- got
1: there at yeah, we got there at two. Like no, we got there at like a one fifteen. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I went to get like the coffee.
1: Yeah, out. and then we didn't leave till about 1.15. <laughs> oh my
0: god! No, literally, that's one a twelve hour. Yeah, about a twelve hour day With a of shooting. Lunch. Yeah. We shot so many scene, like the same scene, so many times. I acted in it, so that was fun. Yes, he was great. I was all right. It was some points, y'all. Let me tell y'all, my memory has never been good since I was a child. And I was so... Because I've been so focused on the show, I was so worried I was going to get in here and fuck up all four of my lines. I only had four, y'all. And
1: he did, but...
0: A lot. And he did, but (laughs) he still did a really good job. You thought this was a story of triumph. No, No, it's not. (laughs) It's really not. It's a story of truth. He had
1: 60 takes to get it right, so...
0: And we and we got it all. At one
1: point, he skipped a whole line for like ten takes. We were skipping lines, pages, parts, <laughs> concepts. Yeah, excuse me,
0: niggas was adding shit, <laughs> subtracting stuff, oh. multiplying stuff, eating fourteen boxes of pizza. Yeah,
1: and it was so funny because I ordered that pizza and I'm like, y'all, I think it. You know, it. it. Hold on, <laughs> what Sneezing. am I allergic to? Sneezing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. I ordered that pizza thinking, like, oh, I don't know if... Maybe I overdid it because I do I operate in the spirit of too much. Yeah,
0: we do. We You know, we take this shit seriously. Yeah. If it's going to be a crab table, we're going to make sure niggas got enough food. If it's going to be a dinner break, we're going to make sure niggas got enough to eat.
1: Yeah, and so I did four cheese pizzas. Jesus. Three pepperoni. Oh. Two gluten-free. Oh, my God. And we only had four gluten-free slices left and... <laughs> excuse me. Seek and... It. And
0: four cheese slices left. That was it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That and w- and we demolished half of the fucking yeah. craft table was yeah. gone. Except the little nasty-ass little broccoli pieces in the corners of the Yeah. Them.
1: People what? was trying to eat them, but you ha- you should have eaten them with a spoon. And people didn't have time to, like, you know. Who spooned broccoli? It w- You're not supposed to. It was just so small. You like don't the spoon pieces.
0: broccoli, man. Look, listen. Now we are here on day four of Do Shit Again. Yeah we have no this is the only real thing we did today
1: right yeah well i mean and he kind of missing days because we started tuesday we filmed our first episode tuesday we filmed we filmed wednesday he went to work and then came and helped us film Oh, you right then we had the table wait yeah. then we had the table read
0: yeah because i came uh when y'all was shooting on I, i still i missed the end like, I came, like, right at the fucking end.
1: But it wasn't the end. We have filmed more with you than without you, you.
0: Brandon, you've been going for about a week and a half strong. Yeah. And, I mean, I was getting ready for the show. Yeah, so if we was doing meantime, something every day all the time. It like. We have not had a
1: true break day. No. Tomorrow is shooting again. Yeah, we shoot two episodes in one day tomorrow. Jesus. Yeah, Tuesday is probably, like, our day off. But then, like, we have to go shopping for Thanksgiving. I work Wednesday. Yeah. I don't, and that's problematic. We don't got to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it's been, but it's cool because it's kind of like a lesson in um, it's a lot of things. On one hand, it's like really cool that we have taken our lives by the by the horns and have decided to make projects that we feel passionate about and to do things that we love. Mm. But on the other hand, it's like you know, and everyone that's a part of it also can attest to this as well. Like we don't book work a lot, mm. and so we felt like we had to make something to like give people other opportunities. And to also give ourselves opportunities. Thanks. And that's exhausting to like, the only time I get to ask is if I put it all together, you know? And mm. there's so many things going on that I could be given opportunity. There's so many things, but the only way for me to like get work is for me to like write it, produce it, direct it,
0: star in it. We're halfway know. through. No, we're not. How many episodes? Are tomorrow will be halfway through. Tomorrow will be halfway um, through. Yeah, tomorrow will be halfway At through. At this halfway point, what have you found to be the most interesting challenge? We'll, we'll we'll talk about the upside to this shit too, for sure. Yeah, but the most interesting challenge.
1: Um, I don't know. I think I, I I don't know if this is gonna answer your question, but I really do feel like um, I was made for this. Like I was made like built. a a certain type of way to do this kind of work like Mm. I'm the type that if we gotta do it and we gotta spend the money we have to spend the money if it's needed we have to do it if you know oh so you're a producer yeah (laughs) so I don't know I I think there is no downside there are parts that aren't as fun as other parts but I think for me, I just kind of made for this. I I'm a detail oriented person. I think of everything like that's just how I've always been, hmm. and to apply that to feel like you micromanaging something, and then to feel like to work on things that need to be micromanaged is like a sigh of relief. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I can't really say it's a real.
0: Downside. i mean it's nice when there's when you find a space for your personality yes like a a space for the things that you do naturally that don't exactly fit in other aspects of life
1: right like i can't micromanage fries and cheeseburgers you know what i'm saying but um and even music sometimes it's hard to really micromanage a feeling or whatever but like there's so many more things that go into producing like a like a show or a movie or anything a film of any kind so um there's a lot of details, and like that's kind of how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I think of everything, so um yeah i I think that's kind of I thrive in that kind of thing. I think collaboration has been the hardest part, like um balancing people's opinions and mm-hmm. like knowing when to say like nope, that's what we're doing, and yeah, like, um, or no, I'm not doing that, or you know, yeah, like knowing, and also, yeah, just knowing the times when it's time to concede and when it's time to mm. um. Put your foot down, I think. But, you know, it's so crazy because you always hear that. Like, if you look, listen to interviews by actors who turn producers or um, entertainers who become entrepreneurs, you, you always hear that. And I never really understood what that meant until now. Yeah. And it's not like a negative thing, but, you know, you leave the set or whatever, and you're like, dang, I wish I would have said no. Yeah. <laughs> or I wish I would have stuck to my guns. Or yeah. I wish I would have, you know. But now I know, so... It's been a learning experience. The I think that is the hardest part is like collaborating with people and balancing mm-hmm. all of that. I think that's really hard. But.
0: Okay, opposite side. What's the most exhilarating part of it? But so I, what you just named is important. Yeah, being able to fit your personality and the aspects of life that you yeah. that you love and the things you want to do is cool. Yeah, but what what other than that? The most exhilarating part of it. Whether that be like exhilarating by way of sigh of relief. Whether it be like wow I'm really you know what I'm saying like yeah I think it
1: was the table read was like really mm. cool because I got to hear um, you know the episode is like seven people in it and so I wrote a conversation between seven people which is a really hard thing to do Mm. Um, and so but because you don't have seven people around at all times to read the script you don't know if you made something that Flows and works and yeah. stuff. So hearing it the way I heard it the first time and hearing people read it, and even though it wasn't like spot on because it was kind of you know it was you, a you saying I'm trash. No, <laughs> it was the first time we all were together. So like you you but say didn't, what you mean though because oh I know you talking about me. No, the, the, that was the first time we heard it all together. So like it it so it was interesting. It wasn't like perfect, but it was still great to hear. And I think mm. hearing it and it didn't sound bad and like that building my confidence. I'm like okay, I I can write. Like that was probably the best part. And like. It also created a space for people to make really cool choices, Mm. which was fun. Um, Yeah, I thought that was cool. I think that's probably the most exhilarating part. Also, too, just getting, I think, the third, we shot the third episode on the second day. Yeah. And I think that was kind of fun because I really got to dig into, like, some emotional stuff. Mm. Um, And I was able to, like, tap in in a certain kind of way. So I thought that was fun, too. Like, that was really exhilarating. Like, oh, I could do that. Like, that was cool
0: acting is so interesting yeah it's such an interesting art form it's really like no it's really like nothing else i've this is the first time i've ever acted in front of a camera like for real i had lines to say but it's a very interesting it's different it's a bit different from what i normally do because i consider my dance is one thing but i kind of like i let that live i just let dance be like i don't i don't put too much energy into it because I just let it be what it is
1: and that's another place for people who micromanage is a hard space to be in like mm-hmm. dance is a hard for somebody who's detail oriented sometimes dance can be like a hard space yeah. too
0: yeah it's because it's, it's very much in the moment yeah and then music um, is also the same way a little less so than dance for me and I also put way more focus into like performing yeah, yeah. Um, but doing it like doing things in front of a camera that aren't movement based you know, because uh, music for me, the words are the words, and I wrote them a long time ago. As long as I remember them, and I know the song, I know the yeah, song. Yeah. But then you're like here on stage. Now you have to like you're adding the extra element of like presence to that shit. You know, it's so hard. But it, but it, but what I found out is that acting takes away the extra space that that movement gives because your your movement is organized, more organized here. Like there's a certain like we were doing. A couple of takes I was like moving my hands too much because I, I I talk with my fucking hands and I'm used to be able to move as much as I want to, but that fucks up a shot. You know what I'm saying? So I, like when you it things change when you're not allowed to move as much as you may want to in a moment. Yes. You're like finding a new way. Like the art the art in acting that I found is like finding a way to make something that is not organic be organic. Not not even just feel organic. Yeah. Like, it has to be organic in the moment.
1: Yeah, and I think you have to become someone. And yeah. Sometimes that's because um, I think that was because um, I. <laughs> anyway, I the note I gave um, to him when we were doing it was like, "You doing you dancing?" <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, "You doing you dancing?" And like, you know,
0: I didn't even realize what he meant when he said it. I was like, "What? Oh, oh, yeah."
1: Yeah. Well, and and you know, it's like okay. Yeah, that's from, that feels natural to you, but like you are another person. So like, what feels natural to them, and I think that is what. Um, and you do have to be yourself too, because you do have to bring familiarity to the character. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just completely become someone else without having any part of yourself like exist. Yeah. Like you have to kind of relate to a person before you can become them. Yeah. And so I think like that. So there are, there are, you're always going to bleed through. I don't think that's why people feel like Denzel is the same. Like, you know, certain people yeah. are the same person in every movie, and it's not that. It's that, like, they have to bring, you know, they have to bring themselves, so that's how you relate to somebody yeah. and then you move forward. But um, that is really hard, and I think that was hard for me the first day because I had to dust the cobwebs off. I haven't acted in so long, mm. and, like, you know, I made this vehicle for myself to, like, act, and I was realized that I hadn't done it in a long time. yeah. And um I hadn't done like scene study. I hadn't done any like work in a long, long like a long time. And so um I felt like the second day was, you know, a little bit more emotional. I had to tap in and also was relating to him in a lot of different ways too. So it was cool to um like find those corners and those spaces. Like what was mm-hmm. what do you think in this process was the hardest part for you, like or the part that you had the least fun
0: doing? Um, definitely I'm not good at, <clears throat> I'm not good at dealing with people. I'm actually that's not let, let me rephrase because I'm great at dealing with people, but I prefer not to do it at every possible yeah. turn.
1: And at uh, producing, that's really and yeah, the name of the game. And so like,
0: <laughs> I was thinking, producing is the name of the game. I'm <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, um in in the process, especially because uh, you and Carl wrote it. Mm-hmm. You know or well you wrote it, and then y'all have been um sharing the directorial duties, yeah,
1: and collaborated on the story a bit yeah. like or the, more the, yeah more more that than anything
0: yeah. um i I've kind of just like sunk into the purely producer role, yeah, um because that's what i that's what I know I can do now without ha- i I haven't had to deal with anybody so far, right but um, but the times that I've thought about it or like had to or like people have asked me like oh what like what do you think about something i'm like nav- thinking in my head like how do i navigate around the egos of the people involved like if i were you know what i'm saying if yeah i were if i were as involved as i possibly could be in this process and i'm I'm also like a bit of not a bit i'm 100% a diva and a perfectionist and so like sometimes it's the tiniest 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 thing that people don't even need to be worried about and so it's like what, it's like figuring out okay do I make a point about something that I physically know we can't change right now? Yeah, you know, balancing yeah, yeah. like balancing out when uh when to speak up in that way and when not to has probably been the biggest hurdle just cause no, for sure. I don't feel like doing that. No, and it's a
1: lot and um, I don't even know if we said we're producing but we're producing a seven episode mini, digital mini series did we it's, not explain that? no I'm we so did sorry. not so it's, if you got in this far God bless you it's, really? a, it's, a, seven, it's a seven episode um, series it's about like a scene an episode so it's about like five four to five minutes an episode um, some episodes will be longer some will be shorter but um, that's basically what we're producing we wanted to start small and see how we can kind of navigate through this and like this small project and it, it's not really a small project but it, it, it's kind of the, small, the smallest form series you can do um but uh that's what we're producing and i was about to say that i agree like navigating how to say something when to say something when it's appropriate to make a note when it's appropriate to let something rock that is really that's a really hard balancing act Mm -hmm. but i think um i think that's not something that's gonna get easier it's just something that we're gonna have to learn how to like you know yeah it's just but it it is that is a
0: really hard um thing i think the best part though um, is the, just the producing it. I would, like I was saying the other day when we was riding to Walmart to get things that we needed for a set, mm-hmm. it was like, um, I kind of settled into the idea that if I'm producing something, I'm going to sacrifice everything that I can to make it go as best as it possibly can, uh-huh. including my own comfort and time you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. what is the point of doing this if i'm not putting everything i have into sure. it? that's definitely my favorite part of the shit like just going 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 above and beyond taking a step that most people wouldn't think to you know to take shit like or shit like doing a craft table shit like um having fucking i didn't do this but having call sheets like actual call sheets shit like um figuring like getting on share grid and being, like, having, we have an official, um, our production company has an yeah. official account on ShareGrid. Yeah. And we use that, like, both of us together communicate to, like, I'm talking to people back and forth, renting equipment that I've never touched a day in my life. Yeah. Learning how to work that. Saying we instead of I in messages because we're, a, you know what Yeah, I'm we're a team, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. That's, I, I just love making this shit look. And feel as official as possible.
1: Yeah, it's weird too, like uh, on that note, though. It's weird because um, we kind of work a little seamlessly. Like our communication is pretty good. So it's interesting um having to navigate talking to other people because we haven't really produced outside of each other. Yeah. So it's been interesting having to like say things that I don't have to say to him or having to make a note about things I don't have to make to him.
0: Yeah, you find um, you find out just how uh just how good you communicate with somebody when you gotta communicate with somebody else. Yeah, because I there's certain things I don't have to tell him. And
1: there's certain things he don't have to tell me. Like it, it kinda just works that way. And I think um even like with the equipment thing, I was like, you know, I don't think because he was okay this is what we're gonna do for sound and i was like that don't make sense to me and not that it didn't make sense because it did make sense but in my mind i'm like that's i don't i know that's not what people do it's a a different way to do it yeah i was like i know that's something else we could do and i went and i looked it up and i got as far as i can go (laughs) and i said okay this is what i found and sam took it and took it to the moon and now we went and got the equipment we learned how to use it we showing other people how to
0: use it and now i'm horribly addicted to it i want to buy it and own it have it
1: yeah, and it's useful. Like it, I think we would get out we would get our money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's expensive, but it's useful. And I think now we um, we that like with that kind of work put into it, that tedious um, like I don't know, just that we producing. It's it's just it, that stuff has been really fun. I feel
0: like a lot of time, especially with these past couple of years, mm-hmm. I've spent learning uh, new things. Learning is two things that are really important for me learning and i think i told you like before like when i was a kid my mom was a teacher when Mm -hmm. i was a kid she would like help with my homework Mm -hmm. and i would just be like feeling so frustrated but the minute i would learn something for real i would just bust out laughing and just Mm. i just love to fucking learn so like learning and that's still a thing like to this day just learning some new shit and then two owning things those two things are so important to me because like the space that we're in now to be able to produce things as seamlessly as we are. A lot of that comes from us learning and picking up things that have nothing to do with the current project. I just know how to do, you know what I'm saying? I just know how to do that now.
1: Yeah. I mean, organization too. Like we've, this isn't our first thing. So it's like, I kind of know how we want to organize our time, um, how we want to communicate to people. Like, you know, this, we have, we like, we not pros by no means, but we've, It was just kind of gratifying to start this process and know that we're not starting from scratch. Yeah. And um, that was really cool. It's been exhausting. It's been a lot of learning. It's been, you know, it's been a lot of things. But at the end of the day, it's gratifying to know that the things that we have worked on in the past have like super informed what we are doing now um you know with this coordinating um talent or coordinating crew or mm. whatever it is like we even have a clapperboard, like a real slate like you know just it we had i went and sent people a youtube video okay this is how you use it. This is what you write. you know what i'm saying like we
0: are doing it like actively learning and yeah. that's like that's one of my biggest things uh, a, a problem that I've had that I've just done a lot of work in getting over is um whenever I don't know how to do something it's so easy for me to just not do it yeah like I just won't do it and I'll even feel I'll feel like a, a compartment open up where there's a thing that I want to do that I'm stopping myself from doing simply because I don't know how to do it but I'll just live with that feeling and I'll just walk around with that yeah but like as we've as we've been as we've put ourselves in this situation, dedicated ourselves to the position that we in, and like say, okay, we're fucking doing this. I've learned a lot of things that I wouldn't have learned otherwise, and I'm so glad that I know now because now I can do this again and again and again. Yeah. And and the, the things that I've learned have opened up doors to learn more things about those things. Yeah. And, and to now be I can able- do this better. Yeah. Yeah, and I think
1: too. I mean. <laughs> I don't know if this is worth saying, but it like I learned that tech is just not my thing. Like I just uh will write, I'll be creative, but child, I'm talent. Okay. <laughs> don't ask me about no cameras. Don't ask me about no sound. <laughs> uh I would I think that's what kinda shocks me too, is when I said, Hey, I found this thing. I think it's what people use. I don't really get how it works. You know, I, I'm reading the article, but I don't really get it. And I sent it to you, and I and then when I saw when I did that, I was like, okay, I did kind of level up in that aspect. Like I was able to understand it enough to know this is what we need, and that it's possible mm-hmm. with the equipment we about to order to use this. You know what I'm saying? So I I like pat myself on the back for that, but mm-hmm. like I have learned that tech is just not my thing. That
0: like I'm just not good with it. Just Man, and that's 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 where the team dynamic come in. Yeah, there, and it, which is which contributes to the learning thing I was saying because there's so much that I want to know and. I've now, because of things that have nothing to do with the situation we're in, I now have people that I can physically go to and be like, hey, help me out with this. Like, I'm about to go see Jesse. He's going to teach me more about lighting and fuck. You know what I'm saying? Which
1: was shocking to me, too, because it's like, you know, we do have people in our corner. Like, you know, we told... Jesse and Alexis about it, and they are, like, producer extraordinaires. And, like, they were like, oh, my gosh, that's so dope. Send us the scripts. If you need anything, let us know. And that, that's that been cool, too. Like, people are kind of just, like, you know, knowing that we kind of are doing cool things and, like, want to help. Uh, Even support. Ashton,
0: Ashton Harrell, he's he, he responded. Oh, dope. Like, yeah, I, I've been asking him questions about uh, TV things because most of the work we've done before this has been – music videos.
1: Yeah, it's been like music related. And it's they're like, pretty straightforward when right. you do them like that.
0: You record the songs, you mix the sound, you edit the video, you sync them up, and then you do with it what you will. Right. And TV and film is just not that way. And they're so different from each other that the things that I know about film don't even apply like that to right. things I know about TV. Right. So just having somebody like him being able to tell us, "Oh, a showrunner." I didn't you might know. I didn't know what the hell a showrunner was. Before. I did. Yeah. I did. No, I did. Like and a, yeah. And
1: that's from like Google, like from wanting to produce or wanting to work on sets or like working on sets and like seeing a show run like seeing Princess Penny on *Insecure* when I worked on *Insecure*, like seeing him, um, showrun. It was like, mm-hmm. what does that do? Or like, you know, subscribing to like Variety, their web, their uh, you know, online journal situation. And like when people are announcing showrunners, I'm like, what does that mean?
0: A showrunner, by the way, guys, is basically the executive producer. Who's in charge of um, hiring the director and all the? uh, Well, they're producing the the show, but on a more hands-on day-to-day situation, which also puts them in the editing room, and they have the final say on all the cuts and how the show looks when it comes out.
1: Yeah, their hands are in like every single thing. It's more of a practical thing, like Mm -hmm. than a artistic thing. They kind of keep the. They kind of keep. They they are obviously creative and artistic as well, but they kind of keep the integrity, the artistic artistic. The integrity of the show because a lot of shows have different directors who want to try different things but you know the showrunner's like no this is the culture of the show is this or mm-hmm. you know this is like how we do it and so yeah Whereas, like, the,
0: in film the director has the big end all job yeah um, the executive producer who's the showrunner is the one who has the big end all yep. so crazy i would have never known that
1: yeah i i had never i never understood what that meant but like seeing princess painting on set it was like oh This is how you do that. This is how you do that. This is cool. And, like, even how Issa Rae, like, you know, operates or, like, how she walks around and, like, how she, like, is, you know, a boss. Like, it was, like, what what is that job? And I ended up looking it up and, you know, whatever. But every showrunner, every show is different, too. Like, there's different cultures and people run it different ways. And Mm -hmm. so, like, also that, navigating how we want to what our culture is for the shows that we produce. Yeah. Like, really trying to understand, like, what is it that works best for us and, like, what is the kind of environment we want to create? Um, because you have to create an on set of something mm-hmm. positive that makes people want to come back, that makes, makes people want to work. You know, we worked in people for 12, 13 hours. Like, you know, they have to want to come back and do episode six yeah. and seven. Like, yeah. how how do we build a culture that allows people to feel safe and appreciated and you know what i'm saying like all of that stuff without being without being just blowing smoke up their butt but like really creating a familial environment
0: learning how to learning what's going on before trying to innovate and figure out how we want to do things has been so important yes kind of like that that's kind of just been a thing like a, a thing in general um i've always like if i if i like a craft like, okay, there's a saying I've, I've, I've mentioned it a million fucking times, but there's a saying I don't remember who said it, so don't fucking ask me. But they say, seek not your masters, but seek what your masters sought. So it's yeah. like, so it's like you're looking at the you're looking at the thing you love, and instead of just idolizing the people who you've seen do it uh-huh. and the people who you've seen be successful at uh-huh. it, you are looking at what they wanted to get out of this and then learning the culture of the thing that you both appreciate with, uh-huh. like in this case is uh, being a producer Which you know what I'm saying I do the same thing in music do the same thing yeah. in dance but like um, finding out what made the people who are successful at this tick like and not just doing what they do But doing something or finding out your way to contribute to a culture that exists and make it better for everybody involved, biggest thing in the fucking world.
1: Yeah, it's like methodology. Like, it's not like it goes beyond the industry standard because, like, everybody's gonna have a certain industry standard or there's a certain standard on all sets that are required by law, required by unions. Like, you know, that it's like, what's that? Because you do wanna know that too, but you also wanna know, okay, what makes, you know, these shows tick? Like you said, like, what makes, what are the what are the, what is the methodology beside, behind this production company's way of working? Like, what, how do they work? Why does this work? Why do they keep getting shows on every?
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, and something could be wrong with the industry standard. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas ain't happy with everything. You learn yeah. the industry standard so you can figure out how to make things better for your yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's the baseline. We're, we're, we're that comparing it to yeah. to film, but that goes for literally everything. Yeah, like like when I'm doing music, I want to make every session and experience you know what i'm saying if i'm producing for yeah. somebody if i'm producing a project for somebody like i want to make this work and i want to make this feel the best i don't know exactly how everybody's done it but i have a solid like i've watched videos i've been in rooms i've studied as much as i possibly can yeah and then i go okay now how can i take this take what i love from this still keep the integrity of like what it means to be doing this what it means to be doing music producing you know right what I'm and you
1: can totally tell when you get in rooms especially now that we've kind of been on that kick and like you know we started producing the show you can totally tell when you get in a room who doesn't do that who yeah hasn't done that and you can totally tell when you're like the unicorn in the room and you can totally you just could tell it's, it's a difference between people and that's not just what we're working on now or what anything, but it's like you can tell when in music when you go to a session, you could tell who's been in a session before or who knows how sessions work. You can tell when you go to a live show who knows how to sound check and you know talk some shit. You could tell. I'ma
0: talk I'ma talk that shit. I'ma talk that shit. I'm going to talk that shit because... Oh Lord, help us today. Yes, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Get get to praying now. Pray oh, early. I'm praying Pray right. early so you can be forgiven I before this up, is done. I woke up praying. <laughs> but have you been praying? We, I'm screaming. We, <laughs> I did a show Yes, Ooh, day before yesterday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. The day before we shot our episode, I had a show. It was my first show in two years. and Or my first out my first out in public show cuz Jack Fest was three shows but it was a different environment. I created the environment and it was all online. You know, it just the shit wasn't the same. Um so this was a this was my first show since 2018. Uh-huh. 19? October October 2019. Halloween. Halloween yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. October 2019. And so I've I've always studied like well, first off, before I even knew how to study, music performance was just a thing for me. Like, yeah, I just, yo, the first thing I ever did to decide whether or not I want to take music seriously was get up on a stage at an open mic that I, or it wasn't even open a mic. Uh, D. Aura had a set, and I went with him, and I was like, hey, uh, you think I could also do a song on the stage? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, yo, if this goes well, I'm going to take music seriously and i did the set i was all in it felt great nobody gave a fuck it wasn't they they, every after the show was over everybody ran up to d it was congratulate him telling him how he the future of music and how he gonna be the greatest whoop -whoop, etc nobody said shit to me nobody fucking cared but i was still like it felt so good to perform i was like this is what i want to do i started like watching niggas who do this shit for real you know what i'm saying just like taking like this is looking at it like, yo, this is how I want to do this shit. Dre has played a big part in that, like showing me how to like take this shit seriously. So by this point in my life, 27, I've been doing music for quite a few years now. Shows is like everything to me. We get to this show yesterday and dog, I have it already. I have it so fucking prepared. I have not even rehearsed like that, but like I'm telling david the nigga who was doing the lights telling her i want the lights you know what i'm saying like we was organizing visuals and shit i organized my set i made two new songs two days before just because i felt like the set didn't have enough transitions in it i was like i need to make this feel like it's moving like make it go my i had no backtrack i didn't you know i put my ad-libs and the things that i couldn't physically do because of the effect chains that I used when I was or producing. Like the hook or, you know. Yeah, like the hook and shit. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the verses were blank. Like, it was up to me to remember every word and not skip a beat. You know what I'm saying? I, dre- I set-dressed the damn stage. I bring a rug wherever I go. I rolled that bitch out, took my shoes off, stayed on. You know what I'm saying? And then to see nobody else do that at all made me feel like, wow, it's so strange to feel overprepared because I love something so much that I study it and take it to the next level every time I fucking do it.
1: Um I could t- I mean, I ain't even got to get into it, but I totally agree. You can put you can put not agree. Like I totally I understand the sentiment. Like I'm y'all I'm so tired. I <laughs> can totally understand like the sentiment and like I don't know, you just wish you just wish that everybody I mean, I'm asked this. When do you think um you knew you wanted to be like a creative or did you have you always been a creative person? Were you a creative child? Like what what when was like the beginning of oh I'm a creative nigga, this is creativity, I'm gonna do something creative. Like I was- am
0: a creat like I guess I tried to draw when I was little. That wasn't the shit. I wasn't very good at it. But I didn't like the trace. I think that's really fucking important. Everybody around me had better pictures than me, but all the niggas was tracing. And I just refused to fucking do that. My pictures was bullshit. I was drawing Goku with a head the size of the actual paper and a body the size of the bottom of the paper. I'm but like but, but I just like refused to trace. That was so interesting. Then later I started like trying to write music, but I wasn't really writing music. I was just writing down the lyrics to other people's songs. Until one time I made my own. But then I was, like, done with that. Like, I I don't know. Something just didn't feel right. And so then eighth grade is when we went to Washington, D.C. And I had a dance battle on a boat. Now that sounds crazy. It's not it that sounds crazy. insane. <laughs> I had a dance battle on a boat. And that's when I found that I could dance. And from that day forth, I was a dancer. This is what I do. But I didn't really take into account, like, I didn't fathom the depth of it i didn't know it was gonna be a thing for the rest of my life you know what i'm saying like yeah. i didn't know i was a creative i am a creative nigga until maybe like senior year because i wasn't even listening to when i was in band i did band for so long i wasn't even listening to music at the time i just loved playing the drums that's insane i didn't view it as me creating music that's insane i just i just was on the drum line and i, I hit the drum sometimes so, probably like 12th grade. 12th grade, I was like, I'm a creative nigga. That's this not is what that I long did. ago.
1: If you really think Yes, about the it. hell it is. No, that's not. What, you, you I was graduated. 17. That was 10 years ago. That's not a long time to me. That's a long... I mean, that that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm not... It's not a burn. I'm trying, I, just, I want my time. I don't think that's time. I don't think that's a long time.
0: Niggas trying to big dog me, bro. Not at all.
1: Not at all. Because you can start making music, you know... Two years, like you could have started making music two years ago and be like mm. signed, like you know that don't yeah, mean nothing. Facts. I was just curious. I just thought I don't know why. Just twelfth grade just sounds super soon to me, considering how art heavy. Why not? Like you know, title don't mean nothing. It just you know in my head seems so. Why do? Why you ask? Oh well, I was gonna make a point because I'm ugly. Yes, okay. but also because um, I think sometimes that 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 uh, that has to be taken into consideration too. Sometimes I think. People decide when people decide they want to do something or how long people have worked and mm. worked at it. it is it's telling you know sometimes yeah. sometimes all this all the time but yeah. sometimes you know you can tell when somebody been at something a while or is a cre have been has been creative for a while or you know what i mean or is a pure creative. just got that spirit yeah for sometimes it. they just do but Sometime, sometimes you it's can, sometimes
0: a combination too yeah
1: i mean i i can't imagine a time where i wasn't making things or wasn't from the, I mean, I there was never a time that I was not being creative yeah, ever. Born with the spirit, yeah. I <laughs> I never. I can't imagine. I didn't ever think I was gonna have a regular job. Like, I mean, even now I've never had like a nine to five. Like, mm. I mean, I've worked. I had jobs, but they've always been like the the side yeah or like you know i can work when i feel like it or yeah. something like that like yeah i just have always considered myself a creative i've always written always made music like yeah you know, you know mm-hmm. what I saying? like it just, it's just always been but i feel like in a lot of ways that kind of you could tell you know yeah but then like you can get in a room with people you know or even you know you get a room with people or you see people online it's like oh you ain't been at this long or mm-hmm. you know you could just kind of tell i think um Passion kinda comes over time sometimes. Yeah. And I think when you're being creative as a means to an end rather than because you love something, sometimes that kinda bleeds through.
0: I feel like before some before the show, I just felt like everything was going to change after the show. And I didn't know how and I don't even think I don't even think it's happened yet. I like I don't know what it meant or why I felt that way. But like as time, like from the minute, first off, when I stepped on stage and I started playing the song, like the first song, it all I already missed it like i I, I was already like sad that the shit was over. I also got very frustrated. I like cry a little bit, like I, I was, saw that when
1: you were back with us, yeah, yeah, I know I was that. just mad,
0: I was so mad. I couldn't tell what exactly it was. maybe it was like all the sacrificing I've done for it. And like the fact that I don't, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know where the shit's going, like. And so I was just mad. I was so mad. And then the second feeling I felt was like missing that, um, missing the fact that this was happening again. And then ever since the end of the show, like from the minute it was over, I was high as fuck for a second. Then they started talking to me after, and then the slope was like pretty big. Like it went straight to the womb. Like all right we're back to earth like what's happening next but i felt like everything was different because as much as i'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding offensive i just felt like that was now i feel like i am fucking huge like if there was ever a question i've always felt big but like right now i feel fucking gigantic and it's like i don't know what to do with that I feel like it was I was supposed to be getting ready for something and now I'm ready for it and now I'm just waiting for it to happen. I feel that.
1: But but you know that's what we was I was saying before like you know um that you this industry anything creative you just can't put your finger on when mm-hmm. it's going to pop off. You can't put your finger on when you know, your time is coming in when you finally get the work that you want. You just have to keep plugging away. And it's frustrating for people who feel like they're ready. You know what I'm saying? To, mm-hmm. so, like, have to wait for an opportunity, wait for somebody to say, oh, I see you, or I recognize you, when you want no different before they said that. You yeah. know, all you're getting is a cosign, and now all of a sudden you're relevant or you're, you know, um val- v- validated in the eyes of other people when you are no different than you were two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that, being a creative, that... Having that always hover over your head, always having to be chosen to feel like you have to be chosen, always have to feel like, you know, opportunity is what's standing in your way. It's really frustrating in any in industry, not just, you know, um, yeah. music, but like acting, dance, whatever. Like, you have to be picked. It's you know? also
0: It also feels like it's part of the fun, oddly, because it's like the longer it takes, the bigger I'm going to get. The, you know that. what I'm saying? I like feel a, that. This, like, this last show is definitely the biggest I've ever been. And it that's not going to stop. This isn't... The shit don't slow down. And so it's like, as the moment gets closer, I'm only going to get bigger to the point when it does hit. Nigga, I'm going to be so... F- you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be fucking ridiculous by the time that happens. I'm ready. Uh, I, was, I was about to say I'm ready to murder people. But that doesn't, that doesn't really translate. I up. about it. <laughs>
1: matter you know die, because they're going to put this right well. in court. <laughs> <laughs> he did not do it.
0: Nope. See, it's cert- let me tell you something. There's <laughs> certain ways you can't joke these days, y'all. There's certain ways you can't joke these days. You know You know what else Uh, really showed me that? <laughs> the motherfucking movie we were supposed to watch last week. Oh <laughs> Um, we watched it right before we started recording, Tom. We only watched one of them because, as you've just heard for the last forty minutes, we have been motherfucking working. Yeah. So leave us alone. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I want to fucking hear it. But we are y'all watched- even listening to this? Like, <laughs> that's what I want to
1: know. Are people hearing us
0: right now? Oh, we watched it. We watched. or oh, we watched mine. He still. We have- we still have to go through, um, and watch. I almost. What? he got game he got y'all i told you i we gotta go with the watch uh he got game but i'm glad that we're doing that separately because i feel like it's gonna be a much larger conversation that i very much want jordan your brother to be a part of
1: yes okay so my brother's in town but um we had seven te- technical, difficult- technical, technical difficulties technical difficulties so we couldn't have him on but um we're gonna have him he's gonna be here for two more weeks so we're gonna
0: have him on um i but i want us all to watch he got game again and really talk about that yeah it's
1: actually a good thing that i didn't i think um but i wanted to watch heavyweights i don't know why i just randomly thought about it and i thought about how funny it was and how much of a period piece ran i feel like it's such a period piece in a weird way like it was in 1995 but it is so
0: 1995 you know what's crazy about it though it was first off it was a children's movie technically Supposed to be. I think back then, being a children's movie meant it just had mostly children in it. I, if there were there were some relatively adult themes. I don't think enough to take it past PG.
1: No, but it it was still like really high PG. Yeah, it was, it was PG high PG, 13.
0: low high PG, low PG thirteen. But yet the movie was heavyweights, by the way, and it was back in ninety five, which yep. was before the two thousands, which was a lawless fucking wasteland. Yeah. Where everybody did what they wanted to do and offended everybody. Yeah. And when when I when I learned the premise of the film it's about a kid being sent to a fat camp by his parents because they believe he's fat. They didn't even they didn't even go into that at all. It no, was they like, were like, look at him. He walked home <laughs> he walked home and say he's fat. You're going to fat camp.
1: I mean they set it up pretty well because like um they start with him running behind the bus. He yeah, obviously can't catch the bus. They start with, him, and then, like, the montage sets up the fact that he's out of shape. He's fat. Yeah. And he is out of shape and fat and greedy. That's how they and, set it up. Yeah. But they didn't throw that in your face. Like, I never even thought about that until we just started talking no, about it. No. They, they like, just kind of eased it on up. in there. Yeah. And, like, they, it wasn't even in an offensive way or it wasn't. It was just like, you see him doing certain different things in the montage, and it's like, oh, this boy fat. Which,
0: which is what I was about to get to. It was so interesting that when i heard the premise of the film and i started watching it i thought this is going to be a movie making fun of fat people it's so it's so crazy how not that it was yeah it was so body positive for 1995 it re- it
1: was body positive and it was also kind of making fun of the um
0: the idea the health industry yeah too. the health industry the idea that you had to look a certain way the fitness industry like was it too. was one point at the end where um I don't I forgot dog name, the main bruh, like not the main bruh, not Jerry, the main older guy. I know you're talking about, yeah, yeah. Um, where he was like, Y'all, we have to we have to start being healthier for ourselves. I was like, for ourselves. That's so interesting that he added that that whoever wrote Oh, who wrote it again? Oh, Judd Apatow. Um, he
1: wrote uh 40 year old virgin. Yeah.
0: Um a bunch of other really cool stuff. It's but... so interesting that he added that for ourselves because that line within and of itself implies that being fat doesn't necessarily reflect on your health status. It was, he was, he was talking like, it was so crazy that a movie in 95 said something that I personally hadn't really heard like that my entire life growing up until recently, like recently, that's become more of a thing. Like people highlighting that you don't have to look a certain way to be um, a certain health status, but like, they add that they highlight they highlighted a bunch of shit they was like um it was they gave us it was a scene where Jerry and Bro was talking again and they were on the dock and Bro was like I'm tired of being the fat guy like that's what he said he's like mm-hmm. I'm tired of being the fat guy and then Jerry was like Jerry at his young age was consulting him on this dock but the things he were say he was saying weren't things like you don't have to be fat or like you can you can work out and get you know what I'm saying like right. he was
1: encouraging him to
0: love himself
1: how the way he, was. he is you're a great guy, we all love you, forget them, and that uh, like you know that for nineteen, $19. ninety five is a very interesting that's
0: so interesting um, I'm sure if anybody who's super p c or hell p c enough Wants to go through it and look at it, you're gonna find plenty of things that are there. Are, are, wrong
1: there with are it. a few things, but I, like I said, like you know, there's some cultural appropriation in there. They do they dress up as what they perceive to be Native American costumes, they, which I was
0: impressed by because that wasn't until the end,
1: yeah. That was like the only thing that kind of was the other thing. It was a was, second thing, it was like race jokes. <laughs> it
0: was a second thing, no, but see, I, I, I wasn't even gonna count the race, jokes. no, I'm not either because not either. they immediately told another joke that let us know that the race joke was wrong to tell. Yes. You know it, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, like it, was like they, it
1: was about the character being flawed, not about the joke being funny. It was yeah. yeah. It, was,
0: it was like, yo, that like the next thing they said, let us know that the person who said the last thing shouldn't have said that. Yeah. It was like, wow, good on y'all. Yeah. The only time that didn't happen was the scene when they were in the dance and that girl was like, why don't y'all just lose weight? And the girl was like, Why don't you throw up?
1: But even that, even that was like a little burn It's like, girl, you can't talk about nobody because you be around her throwing up. But I mean that- But then but then that
0: that starts creeping into like eating disorders. It does, and you and you should have made fun so, of that. But that was I counted. I was I was keeping track. That was the only thing in there that was like, okay, somebody could be offended about this without having I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the, it was one of the only things I couldn't really defend until yeah, you we can, got you can't until we got to the cultural Yeah. But even with, that, like, I, even with that, like even with that, it's wrong, and I'm not
1: gonna give. I'm not giving him no pass. But like I think there was, there was a time where people did that. Did I that.
0: I was a part of that. I did when I was in Texas. Okay, first off, hello, I was in Texas. Yeah. Secondly, you know what I'm saying it was like there was like cowboys and Indians day.
1: I mean, we I, I did it and I didn't know. And then you learn, you grow up, and you learn. You should not be dressing up as Pocahontas. That's not a costume. I like, ain't do that shit though. My mom ain't let me do that shit. I didn't, I'm not going to say I did it. I would say I didn't, I'm lying, I didn't do it. I would say that I didn't under,
0: it was done yeah. in my vicinity. And I didn't I didn't get and, it and like I that. And I didn't get that there was a problem with that. I didn't partake, but but once I found out that Christopher Columbus was just calling the, uh, the indigenous people Indians, I was like, something tell me. That's not their motherfucking name.
1: I mean, we learned that he was calling them Indians because he thought he was in India. Yeah, and I was
0: like, but he wasn't. So why are we yeah, why doing that? Why are we that? still doing that? Hi, right, yeah. y'all. I know I'm seven, but this don't feel right to me. <laughs> I
1: don't know. It didn't register. Like, even Christopher Columbus, like, spreading disease, and we have a day dedicated to him, and he, like, killed everybody. Like, there was, like, war. Not not just war, like, like on them, them stepping foot. I mean, let's, I hate to bring up COVID, but let's relate it to COVID. Like, you know, you take somebody who has COVID and take them to a, people in a remote village, you're killing everyone. Yeah. That's literally what they did. They they were used to all these diseases they had or they were just, their immune systems were different because they, you know, Europeans lived in filth. They yeah. were just like some of the most disgusting, um, unsanitary people on this planet at the time. And so they went and like, they I don't were, even
0: think the rats did the play like that.
1: No, I mean I think that I think the rats definitely spread it across but I think it didn't help that they were living in absolute filth like they were living in filth. Yeah. And like it was just disgusting. And they brought that to these Native Americans whose, you know, immune systems weren't built to withstand that and they killed so many people just by just by meeting them, shaking their hand, breathing the same air as them. Like they killed so many of
0: them. Which we are not gonna get into it, but that's what get on my nerve. That's one of the things that get on my nerve about this whole COVID situation when niggas say shit like oh we we need to eat better and do better and be healthier i'm Child. like y'all know there was a time and place when niggas weren't eating gmo and you know what i'm saying that, like i think it's insane it, and niggas still died from disease back I, then i'm gonna
1: say this people covid came on the scene and people lost their minds like people act like they don't understand how anything works people it, i just don't understand what's happening right now it's very confusing like we get to this big old year with all the stuff that had happened in history and then all of a sudden a new disease comes around like it has all throughout history and now we act like we don't understand what that means. Like it never happened before. Like Native Americans were not eating McDonald's. I, I, it had you nothing know? to do with immune systems. It was a, something new being introduced into, into their into vicinity or whatever. It was something new. I dare new being, you to
0: look at the indigenous people and tell them they weren't eating enough fruit.
1: Like, that's insane. Like No matter what, if people eat at McDonald's or not, this is something our body has never had to fight in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And so that this is what happens when, new things pop up. It happens about every 100 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not even every 100 years because polio wasn't even 100 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many... Why are all of a sudden we COVID come around and we are like we don't know nothing. It's just weird. It's so weird. We are like we don't understand how vaccines work. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't take it. But mm-hmm. people are saying things that are not true about vaccines that have never been true. And you couldn't have thought that before now. It's like, what is... What What are we even
0: talking about? Yeah. Once I've seen... Once I seen Big Bird doing the uh, the vaccine thing back in like nineteen forty something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once I seen it was like the black and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once I seen black and white Big Bird telling people to take vaccines, I was like, "All right, y'all, shut the hell up."
1: It is so weird. Like, why all of a sudden are we acting like the government ain't ever gave out free vaccines? The flu vaccine, the flu vaccine is free. It was free before this. On, I don't. Un, I don't understand. I just have never. I don't. I really want somebody to do like some kind of story or paper on like why all of a sudden people act like they don't know
0: nothing. It's I'm not. Weird. I'm not saying anybody has to do anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely saying, not saying that. I just want everybody to make educated decisions and be ready to just say you don't want to do some shit rather than try to back it with science.
1: Yeah, and it's, it feels like an intentional spread of misinformation. It's really strange.
0: I don't get it. But I ain't getting into that. We ain't getting into nothing else. Are we done? We about done. Y'all, listen, this has been a very, very long week that is not over. And I have a feeling that some of y'all are also going through. I've I've actually talked to a couple people who are going through long weeks, big weeks. This might be the beginning of your long week. This might be, you know, you might be in the middle of some shit like, like us. Bro, hey, look, firstly, it's all right. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to want to sit your ass down. Definitely, you know, it, you uh, Ellen shared a really good quote the other day on her Instagram story. it was one of the ones. After her curl pattern, I want to go ahead and shout out my sister curl pattern because she has been taking care of her, and Law. that thing is crazy. Okay, it's, it's shout beautiful. Out, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Shout out to the Robinsons. Shout out to the Edwards. You know, we this is this is how we've done it. And Brandon looking at me now because he hating on my hair, but we don't uh, no. No, he her. don't want his curls. I don't even she, know what he's saying. She, she shared a quote that said, "I don't know who need to hear this. I'll be hating when shit start with that. I don't know who need to hear this. Said, I think I, it's funny. I, I, no, it's hilarious. I don't know who need to hear this, but." you don't have to earn rest
1: ooh preach i almost started speaking in tongues
0: i, I say i say wow that's so real and and carry that with y'all if you hadn't heard that before and if you had heard it before and forgot it carry it with you bro you don't need yeah. to earn rest you're not working towards your rest days you should be working toward like the things you should be putting all your energy and 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 your effort towards should be the things that you love and the things you want to give that attention to. Not trying to work hard enough to rest. Bro, if you tired, sit your ass down. If you sleepy, nigga, go to sleep. If you hungry, eat like there's no reason there's no reason to destroy yourself over things you don't really care about like that.
1: Um, for one. And two, it's also like a balance, you know, it's mm-hmm. like um, Learning how to push When to push and when not to push Sometimes it's like yeah let's push through the day And let's do a lot And let's push to the limit Sometimes it's like I'm not pushing today And I think being honest with yourself And being um okay With whatever outcomes You know what I'm yeah. saying Come with those decisions Because we sometimes sit down and rest And then the whole time we can't enjoy the rest Because we think about what we could have been doing during the rest
0: I, I, My whole first half of
1: today Absolutely, I didn't get it. Like I could not. I mean, I was kind of getting. I was getting on my owners. I'm pretty sure I was getting on his Oh, what are we gonna eat today? What are we going we going to start What are we gonna eat today? What are we doing? I couldn't. We, I was like, I was mad
0: because I couldn't figure it out. It and was, it was like it wasn't like you was bringing that up. Like I was thinking about this shit since I woke up. Like okay, when are we gonna record? What time are we're gonna record? When are we gonna record? What time are we're gonna record? What are we gonna talk about when we record? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just yeah. thinking about that shit. And then I'm like, okay, well after we record, I can rest. But after I rest, I have to get up because we gotta go to the, pick up the whoop de whoop. Gotta go to the thing. Gotta do the. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah, really we gotta
1: mix this. With tomorrow we gotta da da da. We gotta blah, blah blah blah. We gotta blah blah. blah. So it's like we.
0: I should have really just shut my brain off. You know. Find time. Find time to do that because you deserve it, not because you've earned it, because you fucking deserve it. Yeah. You you uh you
1: your existence is is enough. You You're know. Just, and you are valid in that. Yeah. And not alone. Yeah, it's exhausting to, to be. <laughs> it's tiring just to to just be, and so you don't have to earn. Any rest. And you don't have to lie
0: to yourself either. It's okay to say, I'm going to push through being tired. But acknowledge that you're tired. Because keeping yourself in a state of denial is not making you no stronger.
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing I also learned this weekend was like, you know, I have a right to feel. I have a right to feel and exist in a feeling because I feel it. Mm. I don't have to stay there. I don't have to, you know... Um, m- make it who I am, but I can it, I can say that this is I can validate that, and when I validate it, I feel more comfortable and safer moving on. You Facts, know? and I think that's another thing too that um, people should carry with them. Validate however you're feeling. Say it's okay that I feel that way. You don't have to live in it, stay in it, but you know, give yourself a minute to just exist in that space and just say, you know what, this is what I'm feeling right now, and that's okay. I don't gotta stay on it, but I'm on it right now, and I'm gonna get off it.
0: But right now, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay then, you know then when you get off it when you're ready and it's time and you feel like it's time assess then do your evaluations it's not even it, certain people are certain people like I can be I can get into evaluate, evaluation mode pretty quickly but like that's not always necessary and it's not always good it's not always healthy either like
1: yeah to dissect something sometimes you something happened I felt it and that's just and just feel it what for it a while was, don't yeah. hop
0: into I shouldn't be feeling this way mode either
1: yeah yeah validate like you're, we're human and we can't help how th- we don't know how things going to affect us. We don't get to choose what traumatizes us. We don't... It, that's just not how living and being a human being works. That's just not how it goes. So you have to kind of roll with those punches and understand that you're different every day. What offends you today not going to offend you tomorrow. What make you feel like something today might not make you feel like something tomorrow, but every day is different. We wake up different. We're not supposed to be the same. We're supposed to be evolving and changing. And so with evo- with evolution and change comes shifts in personality and perspective, and you have to be okay with those shifts. You know? At
0: the very least, just remember, all you can do is all you can do, Purr. and if you've done all you can do, no matter what that was yesterday or will be tomorrow, you've done all you can do.
1: Purr. Cause after you've done all you can,
0: shut the hell up. You just
1: sing. I was gonna, I was gonna try to sing us out.
0: I was gonna try to sing us out, but my voice not ready for that. No, I don't have any. I can't do that. Instead, and we we're gonna say, I fuck with y'all. <laughs> Y'all be blessed to hear. My name's Sam, and his name's Brandon, and this has been Apartment 14. Now, please kindly, and I mean this with all the love I have in my body, get the hell out of my house. Bye, y'all.